you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. The CEOs, authors, thought leaders, visionaries, and motivators. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. It's Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com, thechrisvossshow.com. Welcome to the big show, our family and friends. Welcome to the Chris Voss Show family, the family that loves you but doesn't judge you, at least not as harshly as your mother-in-law because uh, she doesn't like you, and she never did, but that's, you know, between you and her. So maybe you should, I don't know, talk to her nicer, buy her a nice gift or treat her well or something. I don't know. But uh, right now people are going, wait, my mother-in-law doesn't like me? I thought she did. No, she wrote the show. She, she, she pretends like you anyway, I don't know what any of that means, but, uh, you know, be nice to everyone. That's the message of the show and, and, and get her a subscription to the show. Tell her to subscribe because maybe she'll be nicer to you. If she listens to the Chris Foss show, that's probably the whole reason she's angry. You is you're holding out on her and she knows it. And she's like, well, damn it. Why won't this guy tell me to go subscribe to the Chris Voss show podcast? Most of your family members hate you for that reason. So share it with your family members. <laughs> The improv crap that I do on the on the uh, on the uh, ramble is always extraordinary to me. Even to me, sometimes I'm like, really, where did you come up with that? Uh, go to Goodreads.com and tell your uh, mother-in-law to go to Goodreads.com for just Chris Voss, LinkedIn.com for just Chris Voss, YouTube.com for just Chris Voss, and uh, Chris Voss one at the uh, tickety talkety. Today we have a doctor on the show. We're gonna learn stuff. There's gonna be brain brain stuff going on and health stuff going on and it's going to be awesome uh today we're joined by dr amy newsel on the show she's an mthfr and epigenics uh, let me uh do that wrong epigenetics you got expert. it there, it there is. you go i flunked second grade as most of my audience knows over 15 years and uh, i've never been able to overcome it uh so there you go <laughs> Uh, she is a naturopathic doctor who became an MTHFR and epigenic expert because of her own MTHFR mutation. She addressed this issue uh, and was trying to work with it, and it gave her such uh, great health gains. She had to share the wealth. MTHFR is a genetic variance on how folate is activated that affects neurotransmitter formation, antioxidant uh, balance, cellular energy, DNA, methylation, methylation, uh, I think methylation, I think I, I did that once. And uh, You can add uh, syllables, it's okay, we, we accept that. I mean, it makes us sound smarter, right? Cell division, reproduction, and personality. I'm having some folate in my coffee right now. I've had <laughs> Go for it, stock up. There you go. Amy works one-on-one in uh, group and in group formats with clients to help them optimize the genes they were born with. Mine were Levi's. She is passionate about educating people about the role of gene mutations in health, mental health, and even personality. Uh, I'm not sure she can help my mental state. Uh, she also, maybe she will. I don't know. Well, she also loves to share knowledge about the difference between uh, different forms of folate, the risks and benefits of food fortification with folic acid, and the problems related to MTHFR, including hormone imbalance, mental health issues, and fertility. Does it, will it help with stupidity? I'm asking for a friend, Amy. <laughs> just for, for a friend, right? Yeah, just uh, for a yeah, friend. Yeah, you know, really? I don't know. I mean, it's... 
it's kind of linked to everything, which is the crazy part, but There's definitely hope for me. brain fog. So yeah, I'll send you some. It'll be There's okay. hope for me. Uh, stupidity or the, or the, uh, uh exfoliate, um, <laughs> exfoliate, exfoliate. We should probably differentiate the differences there. One, one Different uses things. a loofah and one's, uh, I don't know. So uh, we're going to find out more about this as we dig in, but in the start here, Amy, give us your, uh, .com so people can find you on the interwebs. It's to health with that.com to help with that that's right that's what i said about salad no i'm just kidding <laughs> salad's good for you people so uh let's get into it give us a thirty thousand overview of uh what you do you know it, it's really interesting because i kind of stumbled into this backwards right when i found out about my own mutation which i found out about from a patient long mm. story wow. but what I really do is take the little bits of people that aren't working, right, in their genes, the little bits that are not ever going to be very good and make them better, right? Oh. And MTHFR is one of those bits that I really like to focus on because it's like the silent puppet master behind so many functions. Wow. So, you know, we think of folate, whatever, it's a vitamin, who cares, right? People know about it for pregnancy, good. But it does so many things, right? So it's linked up to like neurotransmitters, to hormone levels, to mood, to personality, to energy levels, to oxidative stress and how well your antioxidants work, right? Mm. And so it's doing all of these things behind the scenes. And usually when people come to me, I mean, these days they've usually found out they have an MTHFR mutation, but historically oh. it was with this whole weird hodgepodge of symptoms that didn't seem to link together with anything, right? Mm. So we've been to doctor after doctor after doctor trying to figure out what the hell's going on because mm. it doesn't make sense, right? Huh. I have depression and I have endometriosis and I have, you know, crazy hormone swings and I have mm. all this stuff going on, but none of it links. Well, mm. it does actually. It's just nobody really knows about this weird little link. Wow. So what is uh, folate? Is that the thing that comes off when you exfoliate in the shower with the loofah? Is that, is that what it is? <laughs> That's right. I'm the loofah queen. Chris. The loofah queen. Loofah queen. All right. <laughs> just so can you I know. Sell the, can I sell this folate for money <laughs> and I just go in the shower and make me 50 bucks or something? Yeah, absolutely. no problem. Um, so folate is actually one of our basic vitamins. It's called vitamin B9, but nobody calls oh. it that. Oh, the one most of us are familiar with is folic acid, right? Oh, Which is in everything, yeah. right? Like folic yeah. acid is in bread, it's in pasta, it's in all of the vitamins, the energy drinks, mm -hmm. the blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Ironically, people with an MTHFR deficiency actually can't use the folic acid form. It interferes with the oh. functioning of MTHFR even more. And so oh. That's a huge thing, right? Because mm -hmm. so say women with repeat miscarriages and they're struggling with infertility, the mm -hmm. doctor gives them a massive dose of folic acid trying to overcome that. But if you have an MTHFR mutation, that's actually going to push you further away from having a baby. Wow. That explains I why I don't have kids. <laughs> too much folic acid. <laughs> too many loofahs laying around. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's just crazy, right? And people aren't yet really making these connections. And so now we're getting to the point where a specialist, if you go to a reproductive specialist or something like that, they will test your MTHFR. Huh. But we're not yet at the point where the research on folic acid is sufficient enough for them to stop using that. <laughs> so, so we've got this sort of problem, right? Where, mm -hmm. you know, 
the research is coming. It's there. We've got some really, really promising early studies. But what we don't have is a big enough body of research to actually change the way medicine happens. Mm. So we just need to get the word out. There you go. The MTH, and is this a, this is a DNA uh, strand issue? Uh, it is. Mm -hmm. uh, and and it, it, can I sue my parents over this for giving it to me? Is that how it works? <laughs> Absolutely. Or what, what, I... No, sue Crazy Aunt Betty, actually. Um, <laughs> Crazy Aunt Betty? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what did Aunt Betty do? Well, it's the crazy ones that have the MDHR. Oh, it sounds, um, like, sounds like people I've dated on my Tinder profile. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. We're out there. It's... Um, yeah. No, it's, you know, it, it's just a gene variance. It's not like this big, massive mutation. It's a variance that makes the enzyme slower. Huh. So the enzyme still works, just not as well. And boosting performance can actually help us to feel better. There you go. Has anyone said to the people who name this MTHFR that it sure sounds like a swear word? Yeah, it's yeah. been mentioned. Uh, yeah. It's also been mentioned how appropriate that feels to those of us in ah, the community. Yeah. So maybe there's uh, maybe that's why they, they chose that. You know, it could have been some very uh, very thoughtful. This, this darn gene, eh? Right. And what it does. Um, so how many people have this condition, uh, have this gene mutation? You know, it's actually kind of surprising. Uh, the research suggests that up to 50% of the U.S. population has one or more bad copies, which is really massive. I mean, that's half oh, of us out there, right? I'm Walking suing wounded. suing my parents. <laughs> suing them. For I'm already suing him for uh, I don't know I don't have a joke for that, uh, but everything else they did yeah I didn't I uh, didn't somebody sue their parents because they didn't want to be brought in this world and they're like oh hey, you God. forced me it's, into it. yeah it's whatever. insane there's yeah there crazy, you go crazy crap so uh, fifty percent of people how do you how do you know what are some identifying factors I guess if I'm sitting yeah. out there in the audience right now wondering if I'm a mother I know if I'm an MTH. <laughs> <laughs> I think about 80% of America or the other version, but how do I know if I have the MTHFR mutation? You know, it's hard to know, but mm -hmm. the my favorite way is by playing a party game, okay? Uh. So in this party game, I want you to think of like your closest genetic relatives, your parents, your siblings, just count on, you know, fingers and toes, how mm -hmm. many of those people have anxiety, depression, chronic fatigue, um, pain they can't explain, how many of them have had reproductive issues, how many of them have had fertility stuff, how many of them have had hormone stuff. But mostly the fun part is to look at the crazy, right? Uh -huh. How many of them are just neurotic beyond belief, have depression, have anxiety, have OCD, have any of this sort of thing? Because really, that's where it's easiest to see. Right? Wow, you just described my whole family. My whole right? family is MTH. <laughs> I know. It, it brings like family picnics to a whole different level when you start being like, oh, red flag. Oh, red flag. <laughs> okay. Like, red like flag. The whole family, yeah, the whole family reunion get together. You're like, uh, how am I related to these people? Um, <laughs> exactly. In fact, a lot of people are going to, you know, it's coming up here. We're in, what are we in, uh, September? Uh, Christmas and holiday season is coming up where people can uh, get together with their family. So they can be sitting around them and go, that's an MTHFR right there. And that's, yeah. yeah. It passes the time, right? Yeah. Share Do the turkey, point out the crazies. It's fine. Yep. 
Yep. Just put it on their like name tags. You know, when you put the name tags, like <laughs> Joey sits here around the Christmas table there, you, you just put Emma MTHR one, two, three. That's right. You get a little red. And dot. remember, if you can't find the crazy in your family, you, when you're looking around the room, it's probably you. <laughs> so true. Uh, that's what my psychiatrist tells me. Um, so, uh, what's the best way to diagnose this if you suspect that you might have this gene? Uh, should people be going in? I was I was recently looking, actually today, about going in for my uh, testosterone check and also a health check uh, for my men's health, where they uh, I don't know they just they they check they get me naked and go yeah you look like a man so you must be a man I don't know, I don't know. these days you never know um, but I think uh, you can sue for that actually can you actually all right well. I can sue for being a man or not being a man or both. <laughs> no, the uh, the look test. The Pretty look sure test. that's not above the level. Oh, okay. But uh, evidently there's some sort of men's health test where they test your <laughs> testosterone and they see if you're uh, if you have toxic masculinity and I already know we have lots of that going on, so we're fine there. But uh, you know, they basically do whatever they test for men, which is very different, you know, probably than what they test for women because we're not we're built differently. Um, although I don't know these days. All right, let's move on from the the uh, the segues there. Um, so how how do I test for this? How do if I'm suspicious or maybe I just want to do a DNA test? Because yeah. what I was alluding to was what I was thinking about today is maybe I ought to have like one of those DNA tests that you know tells you maybe what's wrong with you. But then of course maybe I don't want to know. Right, right. You know, honestly, my favorite way is to test with a home test kit, like Ancestry.com, 23andMe.com. Hmm. A lot of these different, like, genealogy services hmm. will do a test kit. It's cheap. It's usually either a cheek swab or a saliva sample, right? So you spit in a tube, send it in in the mail, and mm -hmm. there you go. There you go. Um, now, a lot of these services don't disclose MTHFR. Uh, or don't really like specify whether you have it or not. Mm. So if you've done one of these, then download your raw data, which they have to make available legally. So download oh. your raw data. It's pretty easy. And then upload it into something called geneticgenie.org. Mm. They have a methylation panel that will tell you MTHFR and a lot of related genes and kind of get you started. But, you know, the thing with MTHFR, if you suspect you have it, it's not necessary. Well, I mean, it's helpful to test mm -hmm. for it, but it's not necessary. You can treat as if simply because what it means is having a better diet, better lifestyle and taking better quality supplements. So wait, yeah. I have to have a better diet too now. I what know. All the work, the right? right? All the stuff. work. So do I have to eat the folate that comes off from the loofah? And the <laughs> yeah. That sounds really bad. Don't do that, people. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't this try to my audience, but they used to it after 15 years. So, um, what, so do you work with people to teach them how to improve their diet and what you listed before the, their lifestyle, et cetera, et cetera? I do for sure. Yeah. You know, it's, um, I, I do, I do work with people in kind of every sense, right? I have a podcast, but then also I run a community for MTHFR mutants like myself. Mutants. Um, You're like Dr. X of, I know. I know. I'm waiting for the eyeball laser yeah, beams to come in. That's like my deepest wish. Do you have a wheelchair that you're in around? <laughs> Sadly, no. Um, but uh, but yeah. So I I work. I have the community, but I also work with people one on one. And my favorite is small group coaching, which I think oh. is just incredibly effective because then you have this kind of network of people who are doing it with you. Your peer support. Everybody's kind of encouraging everybody. It really works out well. 
And wait, group sports are supposed to encourage people? We use group support to point fingers and go, this guy's the dumb one in the well, this is the <laughs> That's that's where we do the Christmas table thing. We go. This is the one with the MTHFR. That's right, red dot. You get a red dot. Yeah, you get a red dot. He's like, "Why me? I came here for help." And we're like, "We're helping." Shut up. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that in your group therapy, people. It's really bad. It's okay. That's how I got thrown out of AA and I have a restraining order. Um, so you you work with them, and you know, are some of the things that you help them with, uh, with diet and lifestyle, probably things that most people need help with anyway. For sure. Yeah. For sure. I mean, yeah. it's really hard to navigate a good diet mm -hmm. in our current sort of food situation, right? Yeah. Because most yeah. of us are carboholics and we eat, you know, nothing but <laughs> wheat products for three yeah. meals a day, right? I try and eat right. So what's the best way to find folate products when I'm looking at the Del Taco uh, drive-thru <laughs> menu there? Is it is it one of the tacos? No problem. Let me walk the... you through this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, is, uh, do I, am I, am I getting a good stab in the dark that maybe fruits and vegetables, maybe fruits are good folate? Fruits folate and vegetables acids? are good. Yeah. Beans oh. are even better, right? Like it's, oh. you know, it's stuff that people know, but they don't necessarily know about the folic acid piece. And that's mm -hmm. the hard part because if you have MTHFR and say depression or anxiety, then eating bread or pasta or cinnamon buns that are fortified with folic acid is actually going to make your depression worse or your anxiety oh, wow. worse, right? Or wow. your energy worse. So, and it affects all of that, huh? Yeah, it's crazy. Wow. I mean, it's just crazy. And so people, you know, when they take folic acid, the fortified folic acid, the synthetic form out of their diet, even for a couple of weeks, they notice this just shift, right? Like this big mm -hmm. change. And then when you start adding in natural sources of folate, which we can use with an MTHFR mutation, then it's like this whole different world opens up because suddenly their brain and body has a nutrient that it's been lacking for pretty much their entire life. Wow. It's a big deal. Now, you, you say that, uh, you alluded to this earlier, but uh, this can uh, affect male and female infertility. It does. It does. Wow. Yeah. Uh, oh. We're showing MTHFR, men with MTHFR have lower sperm counts, worse really? sperm morphology. Yeah, I mean, there's really, you know, it's oh so it's God. male and female infertility both. And especially if both partners are affected, I mean, we've got yeah, a double they whammy. Both have it. Yeah. Right? And with a 50 50 shot, there's a lot of couples out there where both partners have it and they don't even. I'm going to start putting this in my Tinder profile. Uh, <laughs> to date, anybody who doesn't have MTA, because, you know, I don't, I don't. But that may explain why I don't have children. Oh, wait, it's a vasectomy. Never mind. <laughs> That'll do it. But no, my That'll dad did have trouble for three years. They tried to have me as a child. And uh, I guess they had to wait until Satan could deliver uh, Damien uh, <laughs> into my mother's womb. But no, they, they tried for like three years. It may have been an underwear issue, uh, tightness. Um, but may may have had that because, I mean, they, they tried. Yeah. For and sure. uh, I know a lot of people try. I know a lot of people, <laughs> when I have a vasectomy tested every few years, I go into the sperm donor clinic and they always call me and they're like really apologetic. I'm like, hey, I'm sorry, but I have bad news. And I'm like, what? And they go, you have no sperm. And I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. And the dude's like, what? <laughs> huh? Everyone who comes here usually wants to have that. And I'm like, no, I'm fine. Uh, there you go. I'm but no, without it. There's a lot of people that have to go to fertility clinics, a lot of couples. Uh, they want to have children. They're having issues. And, and this might be a big, is there any um, percentage of how much this is a factor on some of this stuff? 
I mean, it's really hard to say and it's hard to pin down, but in women with what's called idiopathic infertility or men mm. with idiopathic infertility, which means they can't find some other cause, right? Mm. So infertility where there's not like a tubal blockage, where we know they're ovulating, where things are happening, um, then there's lots of research that shows switching from folic acid to methylfolate, which is the active form, makes mm -hmm. a big difference. So we have to presume that a lot of those women are struggling with MTHFR and a lot of those men are struggling with MTHFR. Wow. My, so, uh, my ex-girlfriends have always told me that I'm idiopathic, idiopathic, <laughs> idio. Okay. One of those two. Uh, so uh, you guys, you work with them to develop, I guess, for food fortification programs. I almost said something else um, and, and how they can do stuff more. Now I know that women are more susceptible to hormones and hormone changes. Uh, is this something that can help them with their hormones? I know a lot of women who are my friends that are in my age group, they're going through menopause and that's not the most funnest experience with hormones. Uh, is that something yeah. that can help them as well? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Hormones mm -hmm. are really linked into MTHFR mm -hmm. um, just because one of the ways we detox estrogen is with methylation, which is a really? big part of what MTHFR does. Yeah. And so wow. if you can't get rid of it, then it hangs around doing damage, which is part of why MTHFR is linked to higher rates of like breast cancer, ovarian cancer, prostate cancer, oh. that sort of thing. So, um, so the goal is by actually working on this to reduce some of those risks, right? We want, mm -hmm. we don't want that. We, none of us want that. <laughs> yeah. That's a no yeah. fun future. Cancer is bad. Cancer Cancer's is bad, bad for everybody. I do not like cancer. Uh, but that's really interesting because that can really help people. So, um, why doesn't why doesn't most doctors know about this? Advise on it, check it. Are they just kind of running on autopilot? What's going on? You know, not really. It's it, so we're in a weird time in medicine where we have all of this new information about genetics, mm -hmm. but genes aren't considered diagnoses, right? So having a mm -hmm. gene doesn't actually give you a disease; it just gives you a difference in a gene. Huh. And our medical model is based on diagnosis. So there's an algorithm to come up with a diagnosis. And then based on that diagnosis, they can legally give certain treatments. Oh. So if you're diagnosed with, say, blood clots, which could be related to MTHFR, they can treat that, but mm -hmm. they can't treat the MTHFR. It's just not, it's not in the medical model. It doesn't work. Wow. But if you come to somebody who's more of an integrative practitioner or an alternative medical practitioner like myself, then we're not as bound by that same paradigm, right? Like we don't, we don't have to stick to the American Medical Association's diagnostic and treatment algorithms. We, we have the liberty to go elsewhere, which is great. There you go. Uh, you know, this is interesting. I was rereading your bio as you were talking, and you went through some health issues uh, when you when you went through this strange health issues um, where uh, you had uh, terrible reactions to birth control pills, oh, ongoing yeah. muscle and connective tissue pain. I've had girlfriends that have had that issue with birth control pills, and uh, sometimes it can really muck up their hormones uh, when they go off it. You know, after taking it for a while, oh. birth control pills, they can really, Spin it just out. throws their system and then they go back on it and stuff. Um, and I know a lot of women suffer from, I don't know if suffer is the right word, I'm, I'm not a doctor, but, you know, they, they, they're not really excited about the birth control pills by, by some of the, you know, sometimes it affects them really uh, heavily oh, yeah. and, and negatively. 
Oh, all the time you hear about birth control and depression, birth control yeah. and anxiety, birth, but that's a folate problem, right? Yeah. So birth control is known to deplete natural folate, which is exactly oh. what the MTHFR gene does. Huh. So if you have birth control and MTHFR, it's like the double whammy, right? It's wow. a situation from hell where it just kind of compounds itself. So, yeah, well, plus we can't detoxify estrogens very well. Oh, either. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, it turns into this whole giant mess. Uh, but it's really common in, you know, in the, the MTHFR community to not tolerate birth control very well. And that can be another really good red flag that you probably want to look into this. Wow, I'm thinking about how many people have talked to me about, you know, the, all these issues and, you know, and I'm like, I don't know, go see a doctor, but this could be uh, the thing that does it. I didn't even know there was such a thing as folic acid toxicity. Mm. That's crazy, man. Yeah, the research is looking really icky for it, too. Yeah, I'm going to quit exfoliating uh, in the shower. That's right. Get rid of that loofah, man. That damn loofah. <laughs> it's causing all your problems. It's causing all my problems. I knew that thing was a bad <laughs> But yeah, folic acid toxicity is actually becoming something that the medical medical sort of community is talking about because we're seeing higher rates of cancer growth in, really? um, mm -hmm, in people who get over 1,000 micrograms per day. Hmm. Um, we're seeing higher rates of autism in babies born to mothers with high folic acid concentrations. Um, wow. We're seeing higher rates of food sensitivity, of allergies, um, some of the spectrum disorders. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of some of the stuff that's scary, right? It's the big yeah. red flags that we're looking at for the future, right? Stuff because autism is wants. on the rise. Yeah, absolutely. That that would be interesting, an autism linkage to autism. I've got a few friends that have autistic kids, and and uh, it it's it's a challenge. And, and oh. there's all sorts of, you know, there's all sorts of theories. Now, let me stress that theories don't run off on a conspiracy campaign, boys and girls. Um, but there's all sorts of theories about what causes autism and how it's risen so dramatically. <laughs> um, and. Uh, you know, I mean, all the different things. It, it, and it is interesting that you mentioned that it comes down to diet and lifestyle. So much of what's going wrong with our society does come down to diet and lifestyle. I mean, we're eating some real crap lately. I mean, that's why I always, that's why instead of Del Taco, I always go to the Taco Bell menu because Good choice. it has more foliate over there. No, <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's, it's a does. healthy option. <laughs> Can I get uh, extra foliate on my uh, Taco Bell burrito there? Yeah. Just a nice little sprinkle. Yeah, just a little sprinkle. Um, you know, I have some on my steak later. Uh, so this has been pretty insightful. What have we what have we talked about on the show that people should know? You know, I think the most important thing is and we haven't really talked about this, but your doctor doesn't have all the answers, right? Mm. If something is happening in your health and it's not making sense, start looking around, right? There's so many things out there. And MTHFR is one of them for half of us. <laughs> so I can tell you for me, it's made an incredible amount of difference in like pain levels, hormone balance, anxiety, quality of life, energy, all of the things. So, you know, really don't, don't rest when your doctor says no things are normal. Mm. They might not be. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so so. There's a lot of times people go. I know. I know. Uh, Lyme disease is a big thing where mm. if people have it and they were bit by a tick, whether they knew it or not, um, you know, they can go through all sorts of myriad of things. But I imagine this: if you're having folic acid overload or you're you're unable to process it because of your body, right? Um, then, uh, yeah, there you go. 
Yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, it's like the missing link that joins all these weird little symptoms that don't go together. There you go. There you go. Well, this has been very insightful. Uh, so uh, tell us uh, any further how you work with people, how they reach out to you, how do people on board with you, find out uh, if working together with you is a good fit, et cetera, et cetera. Absolutely. Yeah. Best place to look is the website to healthwiththat.com. Mm -hmm. You can schedule a free 15 minute meet and greet if you just want to talk things through, see what options might be good for you. But if you know what you want, you can also go ahead and schedule one on one consultations or group coaching uh, or just join the MTHFR community and start noodling around and see what you can learn. There you go. And you've got the podcast, The Health With That, MTHFR Mutations. That's right. Uh, so listen to that. Uh, this is kind of interesting. I was reading the bio on on the podcast. Uh, the, this enzyme, the MTHFR enzyme, is in bed with estrogen. Mm-hmm. And uh, depression are linked, et cetera, et cetera, hormones and fertility. Um, it sounds like, uh, you know, it's a really big deal. People should get to know it more is. about. Uh, it and then, do we get all your dot coms and websites? In? I think so. Yeah. To healthwiththat.com is the best one. And if you want to email me directly, shoot me a line. It's amy at to healthwiththat.com. Nice and simple. There you go. Note to self, throw out the uh, loofah. So <laughs> Don't worry that. Uh, thank you very much for coming on, Dr. Amy. We really appreciate it. It's been fun and insightful. It's been an absolute pre- pleasure, Chris. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks, Ron. It's for tuning in. Check your uh, folate. Uh, acid, overwhelm, toxic. J- just check yourself out. Call Dr. Amy and find out what's up. Uh, <laughs> or email her or text her or whatever. Uh, anyway, uh, go to goodreads.com, Fortress Chris Foss, youtube.com, Fortress Chris Foss, linkedin.com, Fortress Chris Foss. Subscribe to the big LinkedIn newsletter. That thing's a joy over there. It keeps growing like a weed. And then uh, Chris Foss won at the tickety talkity for the kids. Thanks for tuning in. Be good to each other. Stay safe. And we'll see you guys next time. Okay.